Right. Something I think we can agree bad mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. yeah. And as we've discussed earlier, mm-hmm. we think it should be changed. Yeah. No, they can't keep it like that. They just can't. We <laughs> want a petition. Okay. This will okay. be the petition yep. to make them change the end of Black Orchid. Yep. Okay. There's yeah, no right. yep. way that man should have fallen off that roof and died that way. He nope. should have died in a fist fight with the Fifth Doctor with bats and cricket balls as weapons. Yeah. Explosions in the background. Explosions in the background, dinosaurs coming out of the earth, everything. Yep. Raining cats instead, and Instead, they just made him fall off a roof. That's terrible. It was disappointing, a wasn't it? A burning roof. And they didn't even have Nyssa and Anne fight to death to prove which one's the real one. Exactly. How were we meant to know that uh, the one who went into the TARDIS at the end was Nyssa? Yeah. yeah. No proof. The, the, the evil one would have had a beard on. Oh, yeah. But they never took the masks off. No, no. No, no that's the point. So, if you would like to sign the petition to refilm the right. entirety yeah. Mm, yeah. of the Black Orchid... Not enough swords. Write to us, and we'll pass your names on. Yeah. Okay. At show... At... Staggering. Stories... Dot... Net... Woo-hoo. Very cross. Yeah. Rewrite that ending. Terrible. That's what has to be done. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Staggering Stories podcast. Woohoo! I'm Adam. Woo-hoo. I'm Stephen. I'm Fake Keith. And I, yes, I am... The schmear on the ground that was left after Arya Stark killed the Night King, ground his remains into a paste and threw it at the wall. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> This is Staggering Stories podcast number... 316. 316, yeah. 316. 316. Stupid length of time. (laughs) Or 316. So now, without further ado, we will read the news. With El Presidente. Pause for music. The news. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get virtual with Wataka. Have you ever wanted to have an encounter with the Doctor in her own domain? Mm. If so, you can experience being up close and personal with Jodie Wataka's 13th Doctor through the power of virtual reality. Dun, dun, dun. Not only that, but you will have two, yes, two opportunities to enter her TARDIS. The first, a 13-minute interactive story called Doctor Who, colon, The Runaway is already available from the Oculus Store and Vive port for use on Oculus Rift and HTC Vive, respectively. There's also a non-interactive 360-degree video version available from the BBC VR app for Oculus Go and Gear VR, with a reduced runtime of about 11 minutes. If you want to spend a little more time with Wataka, then perhaps September's feature-length VR game, Doctor Who, colon, The Edge of Time, might be of interest. Expect to get out of the TARDIS in this one facing off against the likes of the Daleks and the Weeping Angels. Mm. BBC Studios Head of Digital Entertainment Bradley Crooks said... Fans and newcomers alike will be able to experience the universe of Doctor Who like never before, working with the Doctor and facing enemies new and old. Gaming is a key part of the future of Doctor Who and allows us to tell new and exciting stories before the, or beyond the TV screen. <gasps> yes, I've been trying to get one of those going today and I haven't got it working yet. <laughs> is it still broke? It is. Oh dear. From, from it has been I've... about six months since I used Windows. Did so. you Sonic it? Uh, I haven't tried that. From what I've seen the of the, the trailers and mm-hmm. the advertising blurb, the, the first one, uh, what was, what is Runaway, it? Runaway so is, is more of a, a, a cartoony anime style, while mm-hmm. the yeah. second one, which is The Edge of Time, you <laughs> sh- should really have reverb the with that. Of yeah. time. The Edge of Time. The Edge of Time itself. But anyway, is more of um, a realistic game. Yeah, so, I don't know if that means the doc's not going to appear. I think she's only in audio. Yeah. It's hard to do realistic looking people. Yeah, from the uh, the publicity shots, they have a fairly realistic looking Dalek and uh, yeah, Dalek's Weeping, weeping Dalek. Angel, but it's I just said it's not, not Julia people. has recorded a lot of lines for it though. Yes. Uh, briefly, yeah. it was at a panel at MCM, and yeah, she did a lot of extra recording for them, so there's a lot of Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor in it. Ooh. Excellent. Humans and the Tick 
no more. Shame. But Black Mirror returns. Channel 4 and AMC's current day, but with added Android drama, Humans, has had its plug pulled. Mm. Originally based on Swedish TV series, the British version of Humans quickly found critically acclaimed, helped greatly by its brilliant marketing campaign that created adverts for the fictional synths as real. Human showrunner Jonathan Brokley and Sam Vincent said, The last word has to go to the wonderful human fans. Thank you so much for the messages of support, podcasts, bespoke mugs, (laughs) and for never setting up a petition to make us redo something. Ooh. <laughs> it means more than anything to see the show resonating them like it did. The worst thing about this is that we can't keep the story going for the people that loved it. Also suffering premature termination is Amazon's live-action version of The Tick. Mm. Humans made it to three seasons, but The Tick only managed two before the character and series creator said on Twitter, I'm sorry to say Amazon has chosen not to proceed with At The Tick TV. I'm not sorry to say I love this show. Its cast, its story, its message, destiny demands that my compatriots and I now seek a new home for this series. Mm. On happier news, Netflix and announced an air date for the fifth season of Black Mirror. The three episodes will appear on the 5th of June 2019 and feature such people as Anthony Mackie, Andrew Scott, Miley Cyrus, and I'm going to have trouble with this one. Pom Clementiath. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> stepping in there. My rock. Obviously one of the Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The tentacly one. The tentacly one. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> would you care to read the last bit of news? Stephen, dead. <laughs> Stephen Fawn. Dead. 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 What is this? Stephen Fawn, the man who brought us such classic Doctor Who villains as Azal from the Daemons, Omega from the Three Doctors, and Eldred from the Hand of Fear, has caught a fatal dose of death aged 84. Oh, good, need it. good innings. Yeah, not bad innings. The regular convention guest has also in recent years done a lot of work for Big Finish, not to mention a long career in radio drama and narrating over 300 abridged, unabridged audiobooks. Well, TV work included the likes of Zed Cars, Crossroads and Last of the Summer Wine. All classics. Lisa Bowerman announced the death on Twitter as relayed from Fawn's old chum Christopher Benjamin. It's with great sadness that Chris Benjamin has just asked me to announce the death of his oldest and dearest friend, actor Stephen Fawn. He lent his magnificent voice to many productions, and those who knew him know what a gentle man he was. Many thoughts to his family. Rest in peace. That's sad. It is, yeah. I saw him many a time at conventions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think I met him once at one of the capitals. Yeah, there was a period of about a year when he was virtually at every convention I was going to. Gallifrey. Him and Dan Starkey. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dan Starkey never leaves. No, no. Even though I try to kick his head off, it doesn't deter him. (laughs) Yeah. One would take the hint. Yeah. Any addendums? I don't think so. I don't think I have an addendum. Really? He's making a metabolis crystal. Metabolis. No, metabolis. 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 <laughs> He's making a crystal. Metabolis. He's done the um, salt thing. He's got a, a salt grain that's grown into a little chunky thing. Huh? He's wrapped a string around it and oh, balanced yeah, yeah. it in sa- blue saline with blue food colouring in. And we're going to grow our own Metabolis crystal. <laughs> Perch is already dead. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> the spiders are still out there. Ah. Yeah. We did learn quite quickly that because um, after you've grown the initial tiny little rock bits, mm-hmm. you have to um, put some fresh salty water and dunk it in. We learned very, very quickly that you really should let that fresh salty water cool down or the crystal just dissolves. It's boiling water to dissolve the salt in it yeah. and then it forms into chunky crystals at the bottom uh, and then you need to let the water cool down before you dunk the, the bigger crystal in it. Otherwise, as you said, you'll just lift with a bit of thread. I'd like to say he remembered to let it cool down. <laughs> I just said I'd like to say that he remembered to let it cool down. <laughs> Potentially a new Star Wars movie that's been announced as well on the Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yes, yes. Well, this is a new trilogy. Yes. By Benioff and Weiss. No, this is, um, the brief article just says, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Movie is finding the works, here are the details, being adapted for the big screen, according to BuzzFeed, which reports that the popular game and comic series will be the basis of a trilogy of movies. Screenwriter later, Calagridis, Shutter Island, and Alita is currently in the process of finishing the script for the first instalment per the outlet. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy previously confirmed that the studio was working on something related to Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, we are developing something to look at. Right now, I have no idea where things might 
insightful, but we have to be careful that there is a, is a cadence to Star Wars that doesn't start to feel like too much. Mm. It's already there. Yeah. Well, that's why they've, they've drastically backed off. Backed yeah. off yeah. Yeah. They stopped the anthology things. After they've, the we've got dates solo. now for the Benioff and Weiss yeah. trilogy, which I think is 2022, 2024 yeah. and 2026, yeah. December's. They're doing it so it's alternate to Avatar. So oh, the new really? Avatar films are coming out on alternate. So it's Avatar one year, then Star Wars trilogy, the Avatar, Star Wars. I won't bother Avatar, but I can't. No. <laughs> Jesse, I wonder where they're for. Are they going to wait till 2028? We could all be dead by then. It depend, yeah. depends yeah. how well the next trilogy. Well, that's going to take you to 2026. If you can yeah. wait two years after that, yeah. it's already 2028. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Mm. I would have thought that'd be better as a TV series, frankly. But Well, they've got the movies obviously lined up, but then also we've got like um, The Mandalorian and a couple of other series that they're working on, on TV. So they might be holding off on the movie front for a bit, and- but there's a few TV series being worked on. And again, it depends on the distribution of the TV series, because at the moment... Probably Marvel Plus. Yeah, well, at the moment, all I've heard is Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah sorry, Disney yeah. Plus. So it depends how far it will filter out. The best example I've got is with Star Trek. It's only being shown on the CBS channel, but outside America, it's being shown on either CBS and or Amazon. Yeah, but Marvel's a global brand. Yeah, CBS, and, uh, yeah and, really. and, uh, and depends how it filters out. Yeah, CBS is very limited to... Well, United States, yeah. really, not yeah. even North America's. Right. And that's the end of the news. Now, over to the weather forecast. Right, we've been watching telly. We have. How's that? I, yeah. We've been watching Doctor Who. Yes, we have. Pause for music. I hate to say this. Mm. Well, already you're putting your hand up. Already, well, I, 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 would, I said I, the word right, and you put your hand. <laughs> up. I, I would like to point out. For me, this is a first and a last. Why? Well, I think it's the first Blu-ray. Uh, Blu-ray we have reviewed on this podcast. Maybe did we do Spearhead. Don't, Don't think know. so. Maybe didn't. Don't think so. And also, it is the last Peter Davison's first season we shall ever review on this podcast. Well, last time we've reviewed for the first, the first time. time. First time. Yeah. <laughs> Given our twenty years, I might get around to review him again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no more. <laughs> now, sorry. I'm sorry, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> so Black Orchid. Uh, Black Orchid. <laughs> Matthew Waterhouse should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Give well, we, know that. We, we, we watched all the all the One additional episode. all the additional stuff and that food that was at the party was outdoors for two days and he kept eating it. It was in the script, they tried to kill him. <laughs> Luckily he was a boy of a certain <laughs> age, so yeah. he could still eat anything. Cast iron stuff. Anyone else had tried it, they'd have been dead. Well I think one of the production guys took it home, as I was saying he what, took to it home. To study it? <laughs> well and to to feed off of it and then within <laughs> within half an hour had thrown it in the bin because it was going off. Anyway, mm. <laughs> the Black Orchid is set in England mm-hmm. sometime in the twentieth century, wasn't it? Yes, nineteen twenty-five. Yes, twenty-five. Yeah, nineteen twenty-five. Very, 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 very posh family yeah. called the Cranleys. Between the walls, aye. Mm. Very good at cricket. Yes. Fantastically posh, stately home. Chumley. But with many, many a secret. Well, one, anyway. well, one secret. <laughs> Two, arguably. Really? Well, yes. Because you've got spoilers. George Cranley. He's a secret, right? Because he's a he's the family. What's it? <laughs> and with him is a gentleman from Brazil. Oh, Where the yes. nuts come he's from. He's also a secret. Who they call an Indian for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call him. What was it? The Tony. The Tony. was his uh, name. Tony. There was a Tony there. I know yeah. that much. I felt sorry for him. Yeah. He did everything right and still get killed. Yeah. yeah. Bloody yeah. typical. It's quite a small cast set in not far from modern day and yet still four people die, even though there's no aliens, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that, that was one of the good things about it. There was it no was aliens. First, it was just an absolutely tragic story. That's yeah. sort of, sort of well, you've got a doctor, you've got uh, Nissi, you've got Adric. But, yeah, besides no besides the cast, there is no hostile alien. Apart from Adric. <laughs> and apart from Adric. <laughs> Tegan's pretty hostile lots of the time. But she's not an alien. She's not alien, well, no. Well, she she does, she does. Uh, are you eating again? <laughs> and of course, the main Nissa, the main the, thing about this was that Nissa has a twin. Yes, yes. Dun, dun, dun. she does. 
called Anne. Yes. Who, now I've forgotten. Yeah, it was Anne. What was her last Anne, name? Anne Talbot. Talbot, Talbot yes. Called yeah. Anne Talbot, who just happened to have two identical dresses. Well, I, I, I think it's also very convenient that it's a masked ball. Well, semi-masked. Semi, mm. so you Only can... the Doctor, really, and the top halves of Nyssa and Anne yeah. are actually Yeah, conveniently, masked. the top halves of Nyssa and Anne. <laughs> so all you just needed was an actress at the same height. You can still tell. There's a couple of shots where they're both side by side. Yeah. And they're all the same height, same build, roughly, but the bottom of the face is completely different. <laughs> What can no, you I, do? I liked Black Orchid when I first watched it, like King's Demons. I really, really liked the Black yeah, Orchid when right. I first it was saw a, it. Like I said, it was a strange one because it was the first purely historical. Since from, the Highlanders. Since the Highlanders, yeah. In 66, 67, yeah. boundary point, yeah. I think yeah. it's one of the Peter Davidson stories I remember the most from when I first watched them on DVD. Like really? Black Orchid was one of the first unusual? ones I think I chose yeah. to watch because, yeah, it was a fairly short story. And it, it had to be because it was very thin on plot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, but it was a good story. And I like, but the BBC look, does costume drama well, do, yeah. and, that's, exactly. and that's what that is. Costume. They yeah. always have done, yeah. Something I did like about it, and I did strike, strike me about it, is the fifth Doctor has to have someone to argue with, even if it's himself. Oh, yeah, oh, when, yeah. when he was searching around the house. <laughs> yeah, trying get, to get out. Getting the... lost in the priest holes oh, yeah. and that. Why didn't I leave after, after the, the cricket? cricket? <laughs> yeah, which story is it where uh, Tegan and Turlows get stuck in the... Uh, Terminus. 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 Get stuck in the... Uh, yeah. That's what happens to the Doctor in this one. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah, he's Except basically written out and stuck in the corridors. For yeah, so half someone the story. could steal his clothes yeah. and commit a murder. And why? Why not? <laughs> why steal his clothes? clothes? I, I often take his clothes. <laughs> they put them right back. Yeah, he's been driven mad, but he still has his marbles. If you understand, right. and, he can still reason. And another thing That's that another got episode. me about it is why was it called Black Orchid? There I mean, Black Orchid. it had. Wasn't there a yeah, why wasn't it, it called the shiny front door? Because <laughs> that played as much a role in the plot as the Black well, Orchid. The itself reason did. he was captured, mutilated, and tortured was because he was taking the Black Orchid because it's sacred it. to yeah, the people I suppose. of the. I suppose. So, yeah. Yeah, it just seemed a very you know sort of just sounds like a funky title, but let's not actually use it for anything. Yeah. Mm. It was called something else originally, wasn't it? Uh, I forget what it was. Something boring. Cricket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Peter Davison is very, very good at the old cricket. He is. Yeah. Even if it had been in the uh, after the monsoon season. Yeah, the weather it all over it was cool. terrible. You, you can hear the squelching of the oh, grass. Yeah, and when they're meant was. to be at this party on the terrace, <laughs> yes, everyone in their summer stuff, hair going everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> trees blowing past in the background. Yeah. Apparently yeah. there's a line cut where they, they said how Lady Cranley had some kind of special power it seemed to people because every time she had a garden party the weather was great nah. <laughs> and they had to cut that line <laughs> I <knew> that <laughs> so if that's great weather what's, what's bad weather like? the house was familiar as well because I think they'd been there for uh, Pyramids of Mars uh, I don't think it was the same house as Pyramids of Mars but I think they had been there yeah, yeah. I think they'd been there earlier that season actually possibly they? yeah but only in the grounds rather than the house and Might it looks visitation. in the um, the, de- the commentaries sure. and all that and all the um, features on the Blu-ray it looks even nicer nicer now because yeah. they've let the ivy grow so they yeah. take in the extras mark strixton takes them around <laughs> who wasn't in it yeah yeah he yeah. yeah. acts as host for some reason i don't know why yeah yeah. There were some fantastic little one-liners and completely befuddled looks from Adric and Nyssa, like when Tegan's trying to explain oh, yeah. cricket yeah. and uh, when Lady Cranley's refusing to acknowledge that Latoni exists. She says, Latoni, yes, the Indian from Brazil, where, where the, the nuts come I, from. I like the way his voice sort of trails off <laughs> yeah. as he's trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the doctor gets accused of murder again, yeah. not the first well, time. Well, it was the, the murderer was wearing his clothes. Yeah, it must have been him. Yeah, and clearly. He gives up. Not really, he doesn't even attempt to uh, defend, to defend himself. himself. He's like, oh, no, you won't believe me. Let's arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a time lord. What's the worst you can do? I'll what just I put myself like... in police box. <laughs> yeah. What I do like is the fact that once he's been exonerated. Yeah, which happened really quickly. And which, which did happen really Look quickly. Look at this magic box. But, but oh, he, you can't be a murderer. But, but, no, no. <laughs> as I said, they, they found another body, which the doctor claimed was there. Which doesn't mean which, he didn't but, do it. But, <laughs> but, the, thing, the, thing is, the thing is, what I like is that he takes them back to the hall in the TARDIS. Yeah. So what I have to question is how many adventures yeah, did they have yeah. until they get, knowing yeah. the steering ability. Which is why they decided but, he was innocent. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. They've had four seasons worth of travel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm correct, but I think the old railway station was Quainton. Yes, you're yes. right. Right near yeah. Aylesbury. It, it's yeah. very near where I uh, where there? I grew up. Oh yeah, many a time.
time. Oh, yeah. Looking much nicer now, actually. They've put some greenery out the front. Yeah. yeah it's mm. a lovely little thing, and then you often get the steam trains going through. It's like um, down in Sussex, it's like the Bluebell Railway. Yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. a little siding of its own. Well, is this they... the only time they've landed on a TARDIS on a train station, or has that happened before? The yeah. closest you've gone to it is uh, Web of Fear, where it's the, an underground That's station. That's true. Mm. And I know there was, I was on the, the rubble in one of the Capaldi stories. Wasn't yeah. it? it was the TARDIS Capaldi. on the rubble in each one's tracks. The, well, um, Faceless uh, One was at an airport, and that had a railway station. <laughs> well, it did. It's a Gatwick. Gatwick, it was Gatwick. It was Gatwick, road. Yeah. Yeah. A few miles away. Hmm. It's all a bit, it's a strange one. Is it Doctor Who? I know I like the fact they're trying something new, yeah. newish. Obviously, they did it back in the 60s, but yeah, it's Agatha Christie, basically. Yeah. But compare this one to The Unicorn and the Wasp, which is the sort of modern New Who yeah. version of this story. Yeah. yeah. They're very different beasts, and I think oh. I prefer the modern one. It was... The Unicorn and the Wasp had a plot. Yeah, it had more <laughs> of a plot. You actually there had more people. a bit of a mystery, whereas this yeah. one, there's only one person that person trapped could be. Yeah. They mentioned the quite early in the first episode. It's a very the heavy... brother who didn't come back. Yeah. Exactly. Wink, it's wink, a very nudge, nudge. Loaded yeah. gun. And there's nobody else it could be. Because, yeah, if Latoni had decided to steal the uniform, the hat wouldn't have fit. Because <laughs> no. he, he had, I don't know what that's called, where they um the they lips. extend their lips. Don't know what that's called, but he no, had no, that. No. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, it, it says a lot that we really are struggling for things to say about it. <laughs> it was it was enjoyable, it, but it wasn't, it yeah, wasn't it was much. An, it was an amusing romp, but it, mm. again, it was only two episodes. Yeah. So they didn't actually go into in depth. No. Janet Fielding and Sarah Sutton did the Charleston well. They did. They Very did. well. They both danced it. And yeah. Matthew Waterhouse ate food well. <laughs> <laughs> Two-day-old food. And well. made a half-hearted attempt to go and climb on the roof after the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he didn't try very hard, did he? No, he didn't. An old man touching his arm stopped yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Not the bravest there, Adric. Not the bravest. I do like some things I point out in the commentaries, like the bit where Nyssa is grabbed towards the end yeah. by the brother George. Yeah. And they run up upstairs, and the Doctor doctor is about a second behind them yeah and stops the fire can't go any further yeah well they just got through <laughs> it <laughs> well, you see, he was Has a mad really man that much in a second he was a madman you see so he ran through the fire and this is what he did then with Nissa and Anne they were they were distinct characters she did such a good job with it because Anne was a beginning. total wuss yeah. Yeah. yeah she was so wet yeah there, there was an attempt to that first cliffhanger to make you think that was Nyssa because yeah. uh, she was talking with Adric when she was dragged off saying oh it must be Nyssa yeah, yeah. but yeah. then she screams and faints saying that yeah, like, that's not Nyssa, Nyssa. Do no. that. kick her in the kneecaps and then run off and yeah. faint yeah. Yeah. sure enough but it must have been a challenge for her and yeah. she yeah, yeah. She did a, chance, well. a chance to exercise her acting chops yeah. Yes. In the first few scenes, there's, they are quite distinct. She has a much posher voice yeah. than Nissa. Yeah, yeah. But after that, it drops. It does, this it becomes Nissa voice. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just know who, which one it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, enjoyable, but probably forgettable. It's yeah. It's, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. And we have this to thank for Canine and Company. Why? Because we had two fewer episodes this season. Yeah. Because they were devoted to Canine and Company, which is why we needed a two-parter. Oh, God, don't ruin it for me. You know, I'm never going to say much two, nice parties, about it, I but know. I do like it. Now you've linked it with Canine and Company. Oh, God. Be ever ruined for you. Ruined. Ruined, ruined it is. But Canine. <laughs> Anything else, anyone? Sequence. No, just general coincidences of the Doctor turning up at the train station in his cricketing outfit, as he always when wears. Just as uh, Snuffy was going Smutty. to go. Smutty. Smutty. Smutty, wasn't his, it? His, friend, his name was Smutty. Well, it's um, old school. Yeah. yeah. From well, Guy's Hospital. A doctor called Smutty at Guy's Hospital. I'm not sure Smutty, I, uh, Trying to defend it, Smutty was obviously his college nickname. <laughs> still, why, though? Why is he Smutty? <laughs> yeah. And Guy's He's Hospital like, you, deals you, with children a lot. Have you ever seen Doctor at Large? They were all Smutty. Um, and it's not the first time that he's turned up somewhere and been mistaken for someone else. No, that's true. That constantly happens, especially yeah. in the classic series. A bit convenient. And he, oh, as I say, and he never, simply. hardly ever corrects them. No. No, says, no. oh, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. You're a weirdo. <laughs> Talk of crickets, let's go play some crickets. One of those people have to roll the dice no, before no they decide anything. <laughs> We'd like to know what you thought of Black Orchid. This mm. will involve you watching it. <laughs> but after, right. after you've watched it, write to us and share your thoughts mm. at show at staggeringstories.net. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Now, because we like you, we've decided to play a little game. Would you like to play a game? We're playing 
what are we playing? Geek battle. Geek battle. Dun, 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 dun. Geek battle. Uh, basically trivial pursuit with geeky questions. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, All right, boy, do you want to start? Me? Yeah. Okay, let's go for a, uh, go for an easy one. Okay. The X-Files was surpassed as the longest-running US broadcast TIE-FI series by which programme? Oh, Stargate. Do you wish to narrow that down? SG-1. Stargate SG-1 in 2007. Boom. That's what I would have said, yep. Okay. Hmm. If three gamers shared a 20-inch Domino's pizza equally, about how many square inches of steaming cheesy goodness <laughs> can each expect to eat? Is it a, 25 inches, Ooh. B, 50 inches, C, 100 inches, or D, 150 inches. Keith. This is a bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> I'm talking about pizza. <laughs> uh, the first one. 25 inches. Yeah. No. Okay. 50 inches. No. Really? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the answer is 100 inches. A 20-inch pizza has an area of about 314.5 square inches, really? or around 105 square inches of pizza per gamer. Wow. Oh, I'd have expected you chaps to know that. I'll try another inches. one. I would have had the whole pizza. In what format has Buffy the Vampire Slayer not officially appeared? Cartoon, radio drama, comic book, or card game? Card game? I'd say radio. There is a card game now. I've got it. Not card game. <laughs> I'd say radio. There's not many radio drama. Radio drama. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, your turn then. Which of the following is not a planet in the outer solar system? Ooh. A, Magnetia. Uranus, B, <laughs> Jupiter, C, Venus, or D, Neptune? Venus. It's in the inner solar system. Venus is correct. Oh, well done, boy. Okay. A computery one. Oh. What does DOS stand for? Digital operated system? Di digital no. operating system? No. Something? Operating let, let system. <laughs> there are options you want to Let have. him say the options. Drive over serial. DOS Equus. Well, that's stupid. Disk operating system or data output sorting. Disk operating system. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I had the last two words right then. I think it's up for the first one. Donkeys. Drive on... over serial. Drive over serial. Which video game franchise takes place in the underwater city of Rapture and includes gene altering substances? Go on, then. Um, no, it's gone. Bioshock. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was at the front again, of my mind. I could see it, but I couldn't. You put your hand up to answer the question, and then yeah, you went. Minus yeah. ten points. <laughs> there were points? No. <laughs> Not for you. This is a controversial one in some quarters. Ooh. Pluto. What does a parsec measure? Oh, well, oh. it depends. Uh, that's, <laughs> that is either, either distance or time, depending on which one, or the time you travel in a distance. Parsec is the actually time in which the which a smuggler travels. <laughs> we have brightness, distance, speed or size. Oh, well, it just said speed or distance. Speed. <laughs> depending on which. It's distance. Yeah. 3.26 light years. 12 parsecs. Nerf. Is not just a football. No. It's also an acronym. What does it stand for? Never eat rotten food. Adric. Matthew Waterhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Non-expanding recreational foam. That sounds like good. Non-toxic entertainment and recreational fun. Seems unlikely. Ninth energy reflection formula. Mm. Nylon elastic reactive foam. Let's go I'd for the go last a. one. I think the first one. You thought the first one? Yep. A, non-expanded recreational foam. Mm. We did good. <laughs> okay. In what California town is a gigantic Pixar studio headquartered? Oh. You've got Emeryville, Sausalito, Coronado, Beverly Hills. Emeryville. It is Emeryville. Oh, congratulations. How do you know that? I guessed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the colour of caffeine in its purest form? Garrow. Black pink white or yellow white correct oh, very yeah. good when the incredible hulk was first published what color was the character Blue. gray <laughs> pink green gray red or 
Grey. Blue. Well, El Presidente, <laughs> with a blatant ignoring of the rules, yeah, yeah. shouted out a colour. Disqualify him! <laughs> Was he correct by any chance? Grey. <laughs> but I'm giving it to Stephen. because He, he only waited. said it because he said it. <laughs> well, that's he thought of his own. <laughs> that's his fault for blurting it out. Yeah, but no, no, you can't he, give it he, him for not being clever. I'm not giving what? it to him for not being clever. I'm Sorry. giving it to I'll him. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'm giving it to him for obeying the rules and waiting until I had finished the question. He's just been nice because I'm still a newbie. <laughs> Did you just burp at me? I may have done. <laughs> On the TV series The Big Bang Theory, uh-huh. Dr. Sheldon Cooper introduces the game Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock. <laughs> what can beat Spock? A. Rock. B. Scissors. C. Lizard. Or D. Nothing. Lizard. Lizard. Lizard poison Spock. Oh. Yeah, correct. <laughs> In a board game Risk, control of which continent provides the greatest bonus? Europe. No. Ooh. Asia. Yes. Asia it is. In The Terminator, what are both The Terminator and Carl Reese wearing when they first appear? <laughs> Nothing. They're wearing nothing. <laughs> They're naked. Their bits are dangling in the breeze. They're wearing um, flesh. Um, They're wearing flesh. <laughs> I hadn't finished the question. Yeah, but you were speaking in your slow <laughs> voice. Adam, noises me. Adam had he had an itch. Adam had his hand up first. That was a reflex. Adam had his hand up first. Adam, what is your I said it. <laughs> Carl Reese wearing nothing. The Terminator's wearing flesh. My go. He could have copied her answer, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody favouritism. <laughs> he obeyed. Bloody favouritism. <laughs> okay, an easy one then. Go then. Got to be done the silly voice. <laughs> Complete this Monty Python quote. Nobody expects. The Spanish the Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you speak in slow voice. <laughs> I was enunciating. This is a computery one. All right. Before going on sale to the general public in 2008, mm. the domain suffix .me belonged to which country? I- Guess Macedonia? Well, I haven't actually looked. No. Oh, Would you like uh, some choices? Yeah. Montenegro, Mexico, Macedonia, Mozambique. And it's not Macedonia. <laughs> Mozambique? I thought you just looked at the answer. I did, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Mozambique. Mm-hmm. Mexico. No, it's no. Montenegro. choice I'll do another one. <laughs> what does L-M-A-O mean in text speak? I don't do text speak. Oh, come on. Where's L-M-A-O. The, where's the doctor you need you, you've got to be kidding me. This is an easy one. <laughs> Laugh my ass off. <laughs> what does ruffle the... what does ruffle mal mean then? Rolling roll floor. Nah, we, can we say that? Can off. we say that? <laughs> I just type out roll around. Yes, that's because you're old and the world is leaving you behind. I speak the Queen's English. She'll God be damn it. dead soon. <laughs> Sorry, Your Majesty. I didn't mean that. What Charlie's Theron movie about a scantily clad secret agent was developed from the television program Liquid Television? Eon Flux. Yes. Trust you to know when it involves Charlize Theron (laughs) and the words scantily clad. (laughs) Who starred in the net? The hilariously inaccurate movie thriller about system analyst who finds a life being reprogrammed by a shadowy conspiracy. Sandra Bullock. Naomi Watts, Sandra Bullock, Sigourney Weaver or Jodie Foster? Sandra Bullock. Last one. In what Jim Henson film does a girlfriend go on a quest for the missing shard? Dark Tower. Not Dark no, Tower. No, Dark Crystal. Sorry, Dark Crystal. Yeah, Dark Crystal. I did your Elba in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking about? <laughs> many, many things. I, I wonder why you had that silly smile on your face. <laughs> okay, that was a game. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Game over. Game or in this case, over. end game. Bum, 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 bum,
Adam's not singing. Do you notice that Adam's not singing? He's a party pooper. He is a party pooper. He's one of the unsullied. Yeah. He has no penis. No, they've got to rewrite it. Where was the nudity? It was in the first few seasons. Dragon was naked. Okay, right. We will go round in a circle and say what we thought. But for the record, I had absolutely no problem with the way it ended. I thoroughly enjoyed season eight. I cried an awful lot. She did. For three three weeks, I didn't stop crying. You know, anything could happen. Dehydration. So I thought it was wonderful. That's it, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Subject over and done. See, this is the thing. I was never a rabid fan of Game of Thrones. He only watched it because I liked it. No, well, that was one of the things. I usually, also, there were two other things that I watched it for, but there was a severe lack of... I the man missing. holding his knob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was enjoyable. It was watchable. I have no complaints with the way it ended. It, it was something that had been more than signposted more than once. Yeah, over the past eight seasons. seasons yeah. And what is it with people? So a story doesn't end the way you want it to, so you throw your rattles out of your prams and make idiots of yourself by launching launching a petition. Mm. Mm. They had a crowdfunding to, to redo yeah. The Last Jedi. It's about $2 billion. Some, something it's like a crazy amount. Which they what do they think is going to happen? It That's is, not it, how the world no, works. No, if you no. don't like the story, write and create your own. Yeah. No yeah. disrespect, but this is a form of obsession that you've had with soaps like Coronation Street, where they've put up a petition to release Sophie. Deidre from the prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But Doctor Who fans and Star Wars and Star Trek fans are just as bad as this. But oh, I yeah, can't yeah. remember Doctor Who fans ever putting up money to get them, probably because they knew they could raise more money than the BBC ever had. <laughs> put yeah. Into it. Yeah. But I, I, it's just, I Sophie Turner said it's extremely disrespectful to the people who yeah. put in all that time to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Just sort yourselves it's, out, guys. It's, the, it's a variation of rage quitting. Oh, it is, mm. yeah. 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 Something nasty happened, I'm never watching it again. Someone like, left another coffee cup on the table, can yeah. <laughs> No, I do agree with comments of it was rushed yeah i'll, I'll, I'll give you I that i honestly don't think it was reason being it's been building up for eight years and an end is always what could always seem rushed it could do but look at uh, cersei she's barely in the season yes she's just standing there bursting into tears at the end, and, and that's about wine. it um <laughs> there should have been more of a build-up there could be more there mm. i think and I her having some more quality time maybe with, with jamie even Tyrion, perhaps. I was disappointed that Arya didn't get to kill her as well. <laughs> this is it. I, I, I will yeah. say that there seem to have been threads that have been laid in previous seasons that didn't come to anything, mm. such as the whole face-swapping ability of Arya. Yeah. Well, this is where, what where was did my, that come? Yeah. my theory, yeah. Yeah. was that Arya would steal a face and would kill Cersei because Cersei thinks she's someone else, say, Jamie. Yeah, And John and, sorry, and Arya would kill Daenerys mm. disguised as someone else, and John would see Daenerys being killed and kill the attacker, and it would be awesomely tragic because he just killed his baby sister as well. Mm. Yeah. That would have made me cry a lot. <laughs> yeah. I did think that was happening, though, when the scene happened with Daenerys getting killed. It was like, wait, is that actually John or is that... Oh, no, no, I, I, I never thought I never it was anyone it. but yeah. John. Yeah. I was getting very cross with him until he stabbed her, which is a horrible thing to say. <laughs> she had it coming. <laughs> I didn't want her to die, and I liked her character, but within like seeing what happened in the last few episodes, I could mm. start to see how, what, what, the way the characters were thinking about how she'd been and how it wasn't meant to be. And even the fact that you see that Drogon like knew what was right and was wrong, the fact he didn't kill John afterwards, he knew that John had to do it. Well, no, he knew John had to cut target. Targaryen blood. That's why yeah. John was allowed to touch him because the dragons consent that sense the Targaryen blood. Yeah, I did yeah. wonder if he would then take John as his master. Yeah, that's what I was wondering yeah. as well. It's the way he the let him pass as well. Yeah. Yeah. The way that um, Drogon was originally outside, like the keep where he went into the throne, mm. and he let John pass. Yeah, because he, he was having a kit, wasn't he? Yeah. The ending with John was the, the one bit I'm a bit unsure about. I could, I certainly Bran being the the, the king of kings. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Cersei being queen in the north. Cersei? Sansa. <laughs> yeah. Cersei's dead. And then we've got uh, Jon Snow as a king of the north of the north, effectively. The oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a weird one. Okay, he does have a, a connection with those people, mm. and they need to repopulate the area now, what have you. But, but why was anybody sent to the wall? 
Well, this is that. That's what I didn't understand either. Because he said there's still a night's watch. Because yeah. I said there's no need for the wall now. No, right. if so he'd gone he, off, if he'd been exiled and gone off to help the wildlings on his yeah. own, then I'd understand it. But the wall. Yeah. Well, it's, it, yeah. it depends on how the last battle finished with the Night Kings over a thousand years ago. Mm. Because obviously it finished. They got pushed them back or got rid of them and instated the wall. So they're doing Do running the same it thing again as a precaution. Yeah. Yes, they may have gone. But yes, there may also be more of them back there. They don't. Yeah. They don't know. I, I mean, we do see him going. I had away. no problem with John doing what he did because he's been honourable his entire life. Oh yeah, no he's problem with died him for his honour. He's done everything right, and he's basically gone sod it. I'm doing what I want to do now. Well, that, that's one of the little complaints that I loved that was on uh, Facebook or somewhere is how the hell did uh, Grey Worm and the Unsullied know that John had killed Daenerys? Because yeah. he, he told, told them! them. <laughs> he's that type of man. He's that type of honour. Yeah. Why did it not then get out that he was the rightful heir? At which mm. point they should then be worshipping him, shouldn't they? Even though he just because killed Because he knew if, if he declared himself the rightful heir, there'd be another war. And yeah. you can't... He just couldn't put people through that again. Well, as he, as he said quite a few times in the last series, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want it. He knows if he declares but he there would be another war. Potentially get out of jail free, though, and then just he's, abdicate it. But that's not the way, that's, you know, then there'd be another war. Not if Bran takes over and... Yeah, there'd be a war in between them. Those people can't seem to keep their swords <laughs> in their sheaths. Well, yeah, there, there is a whole question about what's resolved here. Is anything really resolved? I don't know. Well, I tell you, I'm more confident about the small council I am yes. than I was before although why couldn't Tyrion finish that yeah, joke no, it's, it's one thing I once went me. into a brothel with a jackass and a pine <laughs> cone it's the third or fourth time he's tried he telling that, that joke yeah. in, that, in the series <laughs> but it's the Unsullied and the um, Drogo's lot um, the Dothraki Dothraki thank you the Unsullied have gone to protect North whether North wants to be protected or not yeah so I feel maybe in 10-20 years time we get problems from those two again maybe and what is what is west of Westeros I know. America. Ara's become Dora the Explorer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How awesome was that killing of the Night King, though? That, oh, yeah. I mean, that whole yeah. episode. That came out of and people saying they couldn't see a thing. We could see it fine, oh, couldn't yeah, we? It was okay on my I, think, I struggled I, to see it. I couldn't see it that well. But I think TV. it wasn't particularly because the way it was lit. Because, yeah. I mean, I was watching it in a dark room with the lights out in the evening, so obviously it was dark anyway. I think it was more that there was just too much happening on screen because it was a battle, so there was a lot yeah, happening. So you couldn't see who was fighting who or that what was is, happening. That is one thing I've got to give it credit for, the whole series. Most films I've seen, you've got a good idea of what is going on. You've got the commander's point of view looking down on the armies and you don't actually get into the centre of the action. Mm -hmm. These battles in Game of Thrones have reproduced the chaos, the fear, the mm -hmm. terror, the simple insanity of being in the middle of a battle. Yeah. Well, the bit with Sam, you see, you get this scene of Sam towards the end. He's just sitting there crying. When they were filming it, they basically had two dozen stuntmen mm -hmm. who had to throw themselves at the actor and fight him, and he had right. to fight yeah, them yeah, off. Yeah. And it took ages to do, and it was just constant, constant, constant. And when the last one rolled away, he just burst into tears because the adrenaline was so much. Oh, so really? they, they just kept filming it. <laughs> but that that episode, yeah. the, the long night, was yeah. such a What's her name? Episode. The little... Leanna Mormont. Yeah, yeah. Well, What's it? If you, yeah. it's when you roll a one, but you decide to play it as if you've rolled a one hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then in the behind the scenes as well, like you see, um, I saw on social media that Sophia Spexter and someone else had actually been in it, but they weren't then oh, yeah, in the were, final were, episodes. Um, but they w did film it. Yeah, they were zombies. They were just in makeup and that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. A lot of famous people yeah. just wanted to get in on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. Except for the last episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> did you? Did you? Anyone else spot the little dig at Brexit? Yes. No. Daenerys is dead and you've got all the leaders meeting in the semicircle to choose the king. Yep. And Sam stands up and says, well, it shouldn't just be us. Everyone should have a vote. Yeah. And they, there's a pause for a minute. Then they all start laughing. And one says, well, you, why, yeah. why don't I give my horse a vote as well? Is <laughs> <laughs> that Brexit? Uh, just there. Yeah, everyone had a vote. He was calling for a referendum. Well, they, he was calling for democracy. And no, he was too, calling, too, for, he was calling for, for a referendum. What they yeah. settled on was kind of democracy. Yeah, yeah. I think they're working towards democracy. Yeah. And what, what, is, what is it about big sisters embarrassing little brothers? There's Bran sitting there. He's about to become king of the six 
six kingdoms and Sansa points out to everyone that his willy doesn't work. <laughs> How does she know? She tried it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's to Targaryens or Lannisters. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was a bit as well in that scene where was it her uncle and starts talking and, oh, and then he gets Edmund cut Tully. Yeah. And then he <laughs> just gets Sit cut down, off. Uncle. <laughs> but no, that was, yeah. I just, I just thoroughly enjoyed this last season. I really, really did. There were, there were things I was hoping would go different and perhaps it could have done with being two episodes longer. I think two episodes would have done it, yeah. yeah. But, oh, there was some cracking stuff. Really yeah. was. It was a really good season. Uh, like, like, the dragon stuff was oh. incredible this <laughs> season. The bit, the bit when Jorah, oh, when the dragon landed and cuddled her because Jorah was dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something that I've pointed out in the Doctor Who's is the reactions. There has been some brilliant, wonderful oh. reaction videos oh, really, yeah. to uh, Game of really Thrones. The, the bar. Oh, the Burlington bar is always worth a look. Burlington bar. Just look up Game of Thrones reactions, Burlington bar. Okay. okay. It's basically loads and loads and loads of people in a bar. Drunk, probably. Probably, yeah. Watching Game of Thrones and their reactions are amazing. <laughs> I mean, when John killed Daenerys, yeah. it was the weirdest reaction because usually they're all of one mind. You know, Arya mm. kills a Night King, let's go nuts for 10 minutes. John kills Daenerys, half of them are cheering, the other half are crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to watch this later. Clegane Bowl. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. the most poignant. The fact that he had to knew the only way to kill his brother was in fire. Yeah. I called it. You I did called call it. it. Yeah. He, for yeah. ages, he's been saying the hound will win, but he'll die as well. He'll take, okay. he'll take the mountain down, yeah. but he'll lose his own life. I'm glad and the, they did do two of them fighting each other. Yeah. It seemed like the natural way to go. Yeah, completely. But it then that inevitable. seemed natural and didn't happen. Yeah. So. And the fight with Jamie and the bottom of the, the beach. Oh, yeah. The beach. Oh, you're on Greyjoy. Yes. Yeah, the fight with yeah. Jamie on the bottom of the He's a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> but I'm glad the hounds did what he did talking Arya out of yeah. going on mm. like someone said the uh, greatest um, show of love in the whole thing was a surrogate father telling his assassin daughter to <laughs> fuck off to save her <laughs> and her letting him die again to show that she yeah. does love him mm. I thought it was really powerful when we did actually see Cersei's death obviously most of the season the last few seasons we've seen her as this mad tyrannical like evil woman mm. really really mean and just she does anything to get her way and but then in this episode like her last story you see that she's just a woman she's just a female or just a character Mm. that's just you see literally see her like innocent and in a way that she accepts that do you know what I mean it's just it was a slight change of character a really major change of character that you suddenly see this person underneath that exterior of the evil woman they say that at the end you see us how we really are that's why when Olena Tyrell went that was stylish (laughs) drink the poison deliver the last line perfect (laughs) Mm. but and Peter Dinklage good god the the first scene the next day when he uncovered them yeah Mm. it didn't say a word but oh Guy's amazing. Mm. Yeah, glad he survived. Very much so. Thought he wasn't going to. I didn't think he was going to. Yeah. So the beginning of the last episode is that was it. He was in the crosshairs, definitely. Yeah. 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 Well, everybody potentially could die. Yeah. Nobody had to survive the end of the series. Yeah. We lost loads, didn't we? Yeah. The Starks over the episode ultimately won. That's what I love about it. In the end, the ones who were bullied, walked on, cast to the winds. It's from the beginning. They rule the world, which Mm. is the way it should. <laughs> and Ghost lived. Yes, yeah. So we got Ghost lives and Nymeria's out there somewhere. So my other my other dream that I knew is only going to ha- ever happen in fan fiction <laughs> was for Nymeria to bring her pack streaming in and might be in the books. You never know. Yeah, might be and um, rip people to pieces and <laughs> help them win the battle. But yeah. but no, poor Ghost. Everyone was so cross with him for not saying goodbye yeah. to Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go the end of Game of Thrones. Aye. Gonna have to think of something else to be obsessed with now mm. though we have got um, oh, Good Omens coming up oh, Good Omens yes. and yeah. also yeah, um, Philip Pullman Northern Lights oh, he, yeah. his Dark Materials his Dark Materials yeah. yeah that's coming up have you guys watched Westworld yes not season yeah. 2 yet yes. no I well, there is a third season that came out there's yeah. a trailer yeah. aired after so Game of Thrones they released the trailer year, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think it might be 2020s actually yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the second series yet, have I? I've heard disappointing things about it, but... uh... It takes it in a different direction. I don't think it's good. I'm not sure if it's good enough, good as the first season, but it is good. The first season looks like it's mainly focused on... um 
what's his face the yeah. actor from Breaking Bad Aaron Paul Aaron, that's yeah. Aaron third Paul, yeah. season takes it in a completely different direction yeah I didn't even see that there was going to be a third season because they, they didn't they didn't show it at the end of the second season no. didn't they no. so then when they were suddenly saw the trailer online for like series 3 of Westworld I was like wait what it, okay yeah. so we would love to know what you thought of Game of Thrones mm. if you're one of the people who signed the petitions I'm sorry I called you a dick but, <laughs> but you know <laughs> so once again please share your views by writing to us at show at diving stories dot net boom Right, one of you has been writing to us. No, we've got two. We've got two. We've got two. We've got two. One is exceedingly short. Oh, okay. Right at the top. Ah, yes, I see. Apologies. Right, I'm going to read them both because this one's really short. Okay. Dear the staggering stories, black is white, disgust, your Siobhan. But what about the zebra crossings? No! That's the way people die. <laughs> anyway, deep staggerers. No. I start this missive a while back, but due to actually having to think and life <laughs> happening both yeah. at and to me, it's taken longer than I thought and is longer than I planned. <laughs> I have the same relationship to deadlines that Douglas oh. Adams had. Anyway, preamble over. The original draft of this started with the line, I want to like Doctor Who, so you'll know where the original email started. <laughs> I want to like Doctor Who. Scratch that. I do like Doctor Who. I am, to some degree, a fan of Doctor Who. So to make myself clearer, I want to like the new series of Doctor Who. But wanting to like it is not the same as actually liking it, is it? Mm-hmm. Some context. I'm a middle-aged, middle-class, white male that is above average height, above average weight, <laughs> and of very average intelligence with a 5% variance either way, depending on the situation. <laughs> I'm as soft as anything, but look like trouble. <laughs> I was once told, in an effort to encourage me to be more smiley, that I look like a fat murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, taking all this into consideration, I can't just say I don't like the new series of Doctor Who because it immediately adds the word misanthropic and misogynistic to the front of fat murderer. (laughs) To be clear, I have never murdered anyone or anything fat or otherwise. Mm. Glad to hear it. And thus begins the conversational gymnastics that I have to perform to justify my opinion, and I'm not good at that. I tangent too much. (laughs) You don't like that doctor who is a woman, people say accusingly. No, I start off promisingly. Doctor Who is the title of the (laughs) programme. I continue not realising that my unhelpful pedantry gene has kicked in. The Doctor is a woman, I plough on regardless. Mm. You're doing the whole Dr Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster thing. Mm. I finish in a weirdly haughty but lame way, having lost any chance at actually being listened to. Then they stab me and run away, chanting, Fat murderer! (laughs) Over and over. Well, maybe not, but it is a worry. (laughs) I think of Staggering Stories as a safe place. Thank you. (laughs) It's a place where opinions can be shared and discussed. And although I have been called at various times by various staggerers an idiot, (laughs) a moron and a twerp, (laughs) those opinions are not unjustly derided. If an opinion is destructive or reprehensible, you either won't share it or won't endorse it. You are the arbiters. That's why we listen. Okay. That's why we write to you. <laughs> well, I say various staggerers, but it's just fake Keith that points out my woeful intellectual inadequacies <laughs> through the medium of 70s primary school epithets. You're a poo face. <laughs> anyway, what is it about the new series that is making me say, meh? The writing. It's the writing. Yep. It's the writing and it's lost its way. It's not Jodie. She conveys the bewildered but better than you otherworldliness of the Doctor perfectly. Mm-hmm. There are nods to the past in her performance and hints of the future. Mm-hmm. It's not her. It's not the companions. I think we are companion heavy this series, mm-hmm. which makes it hard for any of them to be more than a cipher with the stories they are given. But that's not them. <laughs> it is the writing. Mm. It's dull. Mm. I'm old and prone to doze, but have never dozed through Doctor Who before. This series marks a count of three spiders, Mm. medical ship and ghost monument all guided me to Snore Central. I know they have episode titles, but you know the ones I mean. (laughs) Even the tentpole episodes were at best average and at worst ham-fisted. Things picked up, I feel, in the New Year special, Mm -hmm. but so far there has been nothing that has made me happy about the torch being passed from Moffat to I want a great story. Mm. A story that serves the characters we have. I want the potential to stop being potential and start being actual. Enough doctor talk. <laughs> on to a question or two. I want to expand on these but need answers. Have any of the staggerers tried an escape room? Yes. yes. I haven't yet, but I really would like to. We well, should point. have to drag you along. We must the do the one. doctor one at some yeah. point. Yeah, have any of the staggerers read The Rivers of London yes. and the Vinyl Detective series? No. Uh, 
Yeah. There is a lot of subtle crossover that enhances both. Mm. Yours, retrospectively, not Galichon, of Bamstead and Rygate. <laughs> P.S. How do you keep an idiot in suspense? Uh, I'm sorry if I called you a twerp. <laughs> it might be because you said twerpish things. <laughs> I'm going to now have to look back over everything that's been said by everyone to try and work out who you are. Perhaps it's just being an imitation of a twerp. So you're taller than average, rounder than average, <laughs> and of average intelligence. Are you my brother? Is <laughs> he in Rygate? No. But he's not Gallish, huh? No, that's true. So that narrows it Most down. Most people have that advantage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that much is certain. Hi, Siobhan. You two, stop it. I'm sorry I called you a twerp, a moron, and what else? Probably an idiot. <laughs> but yes, we have been to an escape room. We went to a pirate ship one, yeah. and we got out with uh-huh. one minute and eight seconds to spare. Yes. And we were very so good. very rubbish. No, no, we played for that. That was intended. We did Anyone not can do play it. for it. Anyone can do it within 20 minutes. We did it within a we minute. We were panicking by the end. Adam was, was ready to kick <laughs> the door down. I was, I really was. Oh, no, no. Two, I couldn't fail the second one. No, no, you, you if I remember rightly, you had actually given up at the end. He like, was not going to do it. And he'd he just gone sat into down. sulk mode. Yeah. I was standing there, nothing I could do to help. I was just powerless. There <laughs> are, there are doctors. I think we've Charlotte all read The Rivers of London to. and yeah. they are all yeah. excellent, but yes, Final Detective, that's, that's a new one on that's me. That's the cart smell. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. 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 have yeah. to look at them. Several people recommend them. Thank you for the suggestion, not yes. moron, twerp or idiot <laughs> of Rygate and Banstead. I'm going to do that thing again. No, I'm not. Because you're going to play us some audio feedback. Hopefully. And apparently there's a song. Oh, God. Yeah. Right, rabbit audio feedback here from David. Hello, Hello David. David. Hello. Rabbit in my mouth. Pardon? Hello, staggering stories, head of perch wee. It's oh, yeah. DJ Evil <laughs> Dave from the Dark Corner podcast. It's Hello. been a while. Hello. As I'm recording this, it's just two sleeps until World Goth Day, which mm. started in your lovely country mm. in 2009. On May 22nd, when BBC Radio 6, which had been playing a genre a day, decided Uh on that day to play some gothic rock. And various people in the gothic community picked up the ball and ran with it, which is against European rules of football. (laughs) Anyhow, now it is a global event, a second Halloween. Speaking of music... I have my first really big DJ assignment. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be spinning some geeky tunes at a fandom convention conveniently called FanCon on June the 1st in Roy, Utah. That should be fun. However, that's not why I am sending feedback. Good luck with it. I've okay. got to be brief because I have a song for you guys oh, that ties in with the end of Game of Thrones. I'm okay with the ending. It feels a bit like someone was running a Dungeons & Dragons session at a comic book store and they were running out of time as the store is about to close. (laughs) So with the penultimate episode, they had to wrap everything up in a short order. And so it all seems a bit rushed. Meanwhile, the final episode felt a bit like the denouement or series of... Return of the King style endings that were wrapped up in a group text after the gaming (laughs) session. But it's an ending, and with such a popular show, I'm not sure it could satisfy everyone. I have one recommendation. It won't take 30 seconds, but it is What We Do in the Shadows, the television show, which I believe by now should have come to your shores. It's very much in the spirit of the film, just adapted for American television and includes a psychic or energy vampire, which is a good touch. So do get on that. Now, to the song at hand, I have an electronic cover of the Game of Thrones theme as produced by Sebastian Komor, who was a Polish-born but raised in Norway, which is probably where he picked up an interest in electronic music. He's collaborated with bands like Icon of Coil, and Zombie Girl. But anyhow, it's a a really cool version of the Game of Thrones theme, very much in the spirit of the original song. But, of course, 
with a beefed up electronic sound. <laughs> and since that seems to be my thing is to share music with you guys, which okay. is music I can share because this was given to me as a DJ. It's a promotional ah, song. Ah, so uh, without further ado, this is Sebastian Comor with his electronic version of the Game of Thrones theme. I know, that was awesome. <laughs> really liked that. I'm going to shamelessly steal that and put it on my MP3 player. Yep. Thank you for sharing that. That was really cool. Yeah, thank you. That was very cool. I'd like to point out to whoever they are in Rygate and Banstead, I just said something nice. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they're gits. <laughs> you do have standards. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, another bit of audio feedback, this time from somebody called Andy. Don't know who that is. Hello. Hello, Crumbly here. Sorry I'm not here for this latest podcast, but I'm spending the late May bank holiday down in Hampshire at the moment. But I'd like to share with you all my thoughts and opinions about Black Orchid. First of all, the absence of bug-eyed monsters. This was very much a 1927 murder mystery in the style of Agatha Christie, with the Doctor, Nyssa, Tegan and Adric investigating a series of mysterious deaths at a country manor house. It was good to see the Doctor putting his newfound garb to the user. It was intended, a rural English village green game of cricket. It was surprising to see Nissa's doppelganger in the form of the young lady who was the betrothed of the young lord of the manor. The opening scenes of someone trussed up on a bed in a locked attic, interspersed with those of a platelet South American Indian wandering around the house, were rather unusual and slightly unsettling. Come on, hands up. Who hasn't tried to emulate that look by sticking a whole chocolate digestive in your mouth and trying to jam it unbroken under your bottom lip? As for the scenes at the costume ball, Adric didn't have a great deal to do apart from stuff his face with food and dance awkwardly with Nyssa and or her lookalike. Now, the costume chosen for the Doctor to wear for the ball was very appropriate. 
Firstly, it provided a disguise for the murderer to wear. While the doctor was getting ready in his room, now, Karen and Jean, weren't you just willing the doctor's dressing gown to fall open just a little bit more as he was exploring the secret passages in the country house? I could hear the sighs from here. Secondly, the Harlequin costume was very fitting, no pun intended, as Harlequin and the doctor are two very similar characters, solitary, mysterious and sometimes tragic. Who wasn't cursing the lady of the manor when she refused to tell the police who the killer was and laid the blame at the doctor's feet? Fortunately, the killer was revealed as the deranged and hideously disfigured brother who went off to the Amazon jungle in search of the fabled Black Orchid of the title. And the aforementioned South American gentleman with the chocolate digestive stuck under his lip is her saviour, nurse and jailer all rolled into one. All in all, a very good episode that catered to the Doctor's strength, both as a cricketer and as an amateur sleuth. On my next topic, I would like to say a big shout-out yeah, for the final two episodes of Timeless that were shown on, uh, on TV recently. This was a show that was unfairly cut down in its prime. There are howls of protest as, it, as its cancellation, and I added my voice to the chorus of disapproval at its demise. This time travel show was engaging, entertaining and occasionally silly, but it never failed to bring me back for more. I have always been a cheerleader for Patterson Joseph being a contender for the role of the Doctor, so it is with some consolation to see him as the creator of the time ship and its prototype, the lifeboat, in Timeless. Over two series, our intrepid band of time travellers have had to journey into the past to thwart the machinations of the shadowy organisation known as Rittenhouse and find Flynn, another traveller who stole the time ship in the first series and was trying to change time to fit in with his own agenda. In the second series, Flynn, once their adversary, is now a companion in their attempts to do destroy Rittenhouse once and for all. The closing scenes were a montage of the team, which I thought was a little bit cloying and trite, but the very final scene was a cliffhanger and something of a sting in the tail. All in all, an enjoyable series that was ended far too soon. Anyway, dear listeners, that was my pre-recorded pennies worth for this podcast. I'll be back in the next one, so until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye! Bye. Thanks, Crumbly! Any more feedback? That is it. Guess what I'm going to say now. In fact, sod it, you say it this time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we would like to hear from you. Okay. We would like to hear from you. If you have any news, reviews, old and new, on, please send to... Do you want to start that <laughs> sentence again? <laughs> Stephen, sweetie, would you like to do that bit? I can attempt to, yeah. <laughs> So, guys, if you have any feedbacks, uh, reviews, send to us. Send them to show at staggeringstories.net. He took a show and an at. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know who would never do that? Him. Oh, maybe not. Not. He doesn't say a great deal. It's because he's annoyed. Because we've got nearly to the end and we haven't said anything to him. Shall we do an end? Shall we do another bit and mention him at the end? (laughs) No, we could just say hello to him now. Hello. Hello, 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 various accoutrements, including like eight nebulas. Yeah, I'm getting worried about your nebula collection. It's growing. (laughs) They're like tribbles. The naked gnome, (laughs) the hovering moomin. Dangerous Churchill, Nazi, Nazi Spock. Anyway, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gone already. <laughs> we went ages ago. It is the end, but the moment has been prepared for. And so that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh, thank God. I really miss Crumbly. <laughs> <laughs> but fear not, there'll Maybe be more of the way. same. More There'll news, be less reviews, more fun, frivolity and jollity, more who old and new. So until that Tea. pontificating pile of pap percolates percolates perfectly and ponderously in the pink kitchen. Pink kitchen? He's <laughs> yellow. <laughs> you haven't seen his kitchen. Procrastinating precariously precautious. The oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just naming words. Making up, I think. P. This is me, Fake Keith, saying farewell. Goodbye and au revoir. Bye bye. You have been listening to Staggering Stories podcast series one number three one six, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, the Real Keith, and Stephen. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been now presented a production for www.staggeringstories.net.
I think the nearest who one to us is going to be in Rygate. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, yeah. Rygate? I think yeah, so. moving to Rygate, yeah. The nearest, really? The, yeah. Ne- yeah. the nearest who one, yes. Oh, wow. Excellent. That's, that's even close. Yeah, I yeah. think. I'm willing to admit I could be mistaken. It could be Reading. Remember that. I will research. Even Reading's not that bad. It was something beginning with R. I'm trying to think of a Scottish place beginning with R. <laughs> Renf- Renfwickshire. Escape hunts. Reading. It is Reading. Geek battle. A geek battle. Da, 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 I have to wee. Dun, dun, dun. Take the microphone in with you. I dare you. Ow! <laughs> She's now in the toilet. That delicate sound is the water flushing down the pan. <laughs> complete with the off-key whistling. <laughs> Probably of my fair lady. Reading one question and then looking at totally the wrong answer. In 1933, what did Nikola Tesla theorise he could photograph? Michael Bolton. (laughs) It's forward thinking. Wasn't going to be born for another 20 years. We are the Knights of Nick. So do you want to do Good Omens and a Doctor Who thing? You said that we hadn't done some Doctor Who, some Peter Davison's. We haven't done some of the later ones. Sorry, I'm not sure why I got all offended. <laughs>